It's going to work this time. Hello and welcome <laughs> to... Sorry, you sorry, assholes. Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for it. You are listening to Hot Garbage. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hot Garbage Podcast, your weekly music playlist. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking a listen. If this is your first time, welcome aboard. We hope you enjoy yourself. Uh, if you're coming back for more, good to see you again. My name is Drew. Joining me, as always, is the kosher dill to my bread and butter, my dear friend Andy. I'd like to think at some point we'll all look back on this time and remember when we were all just young, dumb, broke high school kids. Yeah. I don't have anything um, constructive to say after that. But I, I think that's a, a fine sentiment. Um, I say that it's because wistful. me and Nate were hanging out with our families watching The Rock and New Year's Eve a couple of weeks ago, now that you heard this, and we got to see the, the kind of what I like to think of as the preview of pop music for the year. You see what was like kind of hot. and Is that, that sort that of the theme of Rock and New Year's Eve? They try to anticipate what 2018 sounds like? Sometimes you'll hear a like? song on that shit. Or and do they try to remember what year. 2015 sounds like? It's kind of a combination of both. Mm-hmm. But Nate got to hear... Khalid sing Young Dumb Broke High School Kids and was not impressed. No. I don't even know. Uh, oh, wait. Is this DJ Khalid the... No, not no. DJ Khalid. This is American uh, Khalid. Teen Khalid. Yeah. yeah. Cool ass flat top. Kind of like an R&B rap singer. Song called Saved. Song called Location. Location's, location's a good song. Well, mm-hmm. my confusion yeah. will be a continued theme of the, the show today. We're um, going to school you so much on music today. Oh, my God. Uh, in addition to the aforementioned silent sure. partner, Nate, who's making the sound happen, the voice that you've heard as part of this, the rare voice you heard as part of the intro, is our guest and good friend, yeah. Verbs, who's with us this week. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the program, Verbs. Hello and welcome. You all know Verbs from his show, Crate Diggers, which you can and should subscribe to. And what you um, also know now is that's how podcasters greet each other when they see each other in the street. It's, yes. hello and welcome. Mm-hmm. To this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then a hand job. Mm-hmm. You would also know uh, Verbs as one of the main docking. creative forces behind uh, the monthly hip-hop night, the-, the Thesis, which happens the first Thursday of every month here in Portland, Oregon, at Kelly's Olympian. And whenever Verbs comes on, um, well, I think that we just give in to our desire to go off the rails. Yeah, we absolutely. just had Verbs on so much that we don't need to go into like the whole history of like what he's up to and stuff. We get to really just... I'm the classic co-host that's going to take over the show when one of you guys eventually dies, and yeah. and yeah. there we go. That's mm-hmm. I'm I'm the usurper. Yeah. yeah, and that's why we can just go off the rails. You're like guys. the Joan Rivers of the Tonight Show. I prefer the mm-hmm. uh, if I want to be someone, I want to be Jason Manzukas, but I'm probably more Joan Rivers. You're probably right. Nothing yeah. wrong. Don't be ashamed of being Joan Rivers. I think. Joan Rivers is the Jason Manzukis of her era. Of Johnny Carson um, yeah. fill-in hosts. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I think the Zooks takes a lot of his comedy stylings. From, from, from Joan. I just wish Do I they could also be call that offensive and have everyone just love it. Was it ever true that Joan Rivers was called the Queen Duchess of Comedy? <laughs> I don't think so. No. You're thinking of uh, Dame Judi Dench. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. I just think that... that that's a fucking. Dope I think it's the title. Grand Master of Yuck Yucks is what. Oh. This is the first time that the intro is so. Um, We're going off. I the think rails. perfectly 
encapsulated what people are about to hear. So in this Get first ready, like two bitches. minutes, you can you can make mm-hmm. a, a, a like a firm and clear decision about how you want to spend the next hour and fifteen. Turn it we up. Hope, that's, how, that's all. We hope that's one. Kick it. That's the only choice. Turn it up. One thing I can promise, in addition to nonsensical conversations, is some kicking music and um, a good time. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Light your kratom now. <laughs> Enjoy our conversation with our dear, dear friend Verbs on this week's episode of Hot Garbage. I'm waiting for this this thing to happen where America gets great. Oh, it's for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's the problem. He should have just gone with "Make America Great." Well, no, because it's always about like a a history that actually doesn't exist. It's all the lies that we've agreed upon for so long that we all want to live by. And yeah, so for we'll extend this out. It just kind of cements the thing that if you want to believe something, if you commit to it hard enough, nobody can stop you. you that know? is the American dream. Yeah, you could worship Ronald McDonald and like eat glass and like. Just tell people that's what's up, and they couldn't stop you from that shit. I think it's all about the like adherence to never admitting wrongdoing, no matter if you oh, yeah. the evidence is on video, all of it, everything. You could have fucking every bit of evidence and be like, "Nope, I didn't do that. that that's was fake the, news." That was the lesson when I was a kid. When you like encountered the police, if you happen to encounter the police when you were a teenager, like just you, just lie. Number one, run. They your know lie, you're lying. Your lie is infinite. You yeah. you can lie forever, but there's only one truth. Man, I grew up kind of in the country, so like when yeah. you saw police, it was run. We oh, yeah. ran too, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now that sounds and like then a you terrible get idea. And then you lie. Exactly. Yeah. Run, yeah. lie, repeat. Because I saw it go the other way before too. With That's my favorite Tom Cruise remake. Like a, a very good friend of mine got uh, pulled over, and they grilled them for like, "You got to give us the weed. Where's the weed? You guys got weed? Just give it to us, and there won't be a problem." So they gave them the tiniest roach in the world to the cops, and the cops were like. And now you're going to jail yeah. for possession of marijuana. And they're yeah. like, what? Of course. My, my brother did something. Oh, wait. I yeah. shouldn't say that. Nothing never happened. My brother's never been yeah, busted like, for the weed. Colloquially, like a friend, like a close my, friend. My brother yeah. uh, out there in the world uh, ended up like a dude knew his friend had weed. Uh, the cop knew his friend had weed. And so then he was asked, you know, what do you have on you? And he's like, well, I mean, I have this little dub. You're like, dude, no, 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 nothing. You don't ever have nothing. nothing. Fuck you. I don't care if my friend has uh, two ounces on him and an arrow pointing to I got it from that guy. Yeah. (laughs) You, you, yeah. Because, yeah, there is no, there is no benefit to telling the truth. If they find it later, you're not getting in more trouble. Well, and yeah, he just ended up, he still had to deal with all kinds of bullshit from it because. Well, the other side of it is, is you can't tell too elaborate of a lie. Well, that's you the biggest issue it. with lying. That's that's yeah. the funniest part you is keep it as people think as more details is is hiding it, but uh, truthfully, you sound like a fucking liar. I'm sick. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, I'm <laughs> sick. I got the flu the other day. I wasn't feeling that good. You I threw on the cough. I threw <laughs> up. Uh, threw up at 9:45 a.m. Uh, or uh, p.m. last night. It was uh, yeah, I was feeling terrible, but now this morning You're I'm doing feeling it wrong. Yeah. If you're gonna call into work, you call in with diarrhea. Because nobody wants yeah. to know anything no questions. more. Dude, I, I got 
the green apple splatters. I'm not going to be there today. Nobody wants to hear any more of that. There was a time, uh, uh, two jobs ago of mine, I worked in a very small office, and I went into the office, and I got some kind of green apple splatters during the course of the day, and I, I literally couldn't leave the bathroom for like an hour and a half. I had to call from my cell phone my boss and tell her that, hey, look, I'm not... I'm not faking. I just have been shitting <laughs> for 90 minutes. I'm drenched in sweat. Man. Can you bring me? And she had brought me some like Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> it that, was that's really. very sweet. That's amazing. It got past the point where I was embarrassed because I was just like deeply sick. Well, you set a precedent now so you could pull some like Ferris Bueller's Day Off shit. Where exactly. Where you could just keep calling her from the bathroom. You give yourself one very, very dangerous um, like food poisoning. And then you're set for life. Oh, then that lie is baked. I did that just a few weeks ago. I uh, went to work, and immediately upon entering work, I said hello to one of the uh, my coworkers. Walked straight to the bathroom, and then started vomiting like terribly loud. And then I was like, I wonder if he's gonna know. Uh, I'm in this big building. Maybe he didn't know. And he, I get out of the bathroom, and he was in a lab right next to it. And he's like, oh, so how you feeling, bud? I'm like, oh, feeling pretty fucking terrible. Had to drive around all day in a big-ass 16-foot truck, like, pulling off to the side of the freeway, throwing up. It was a good day, man. That is a good day. Well, and it it, it powered me through. Then I, for life, they can't tell me that, I, I you know, I'm not feeling sick because they saw me. And you gutted uh, yeah. it out and you continued to work? I had to, I, I had like one thing I had to get done that day. We had already rented a truck. There was all kinds of shit on the line. See, my, my I, shit my... day, I, I had to go home. But it was a race like from the office to my house. It was going to be like 25 minutes. Oh, I was throwing up on the uh, Fremont Bridge into a uh, garbage bag while stuck in traffic trying to get home. So, Oh, uh, man. I'm imagining you standing on the side of the freeway puking and people in their car kicking off like a puke domino effect like stand oh, by that would me. be amazing well yeah. i had a 16 foot oh. truck to block me so it was great oh, okay well you're hiding yeah you had good coverage well uh verbs it's not our first episode of the year that's how i get to start this shit by talking about puking and no Donald you've Trump. come to the right do you talk it. about this on your show i don't think so uh you're right yeah. you're right i don't this, think this i have ever new, talked this, about those this is a new forum for you uh but let's what ki- we bring out of let's people. kick off the year with some some tunes i want to be more music focused on this music podcast this year um, <laughs> for 2018, 2018 let's talk more is, music. Is the year of music. People don't want to hear shit from me and Andy, but we're they do want to hear what you've been listening to. You got a, a track to crank us off with? Twenty-five All right. minute rock. Block. So, so uh, being a Portland DJ, uh, I of course have to come in with the latest uh, and my favorite Portland track. So, all of the tracks I picked today are all Portland artists that you can find and see here in the lovely You can see them at the grocery store. You can see yeah. them at Fred Meyer. You, you can bump into Boca, get in a mocha, yeah. or uh, have a plantain with Fontaine. Yeah. Yes, I got yeah. two. You might see Maze Caroma at the pho restaurant down the street. Yeah, you might. Or yeah. fi- bump into West Guy digging for records, which yeah. that I tend to do. Or dropping off a uh, bottle deposit. I don't know. Uh, so, so yeah, I've got a bunch of cool songs on here. I remember you just had uh, Rashid Jamal on, so I yeah. won't play his song. But, uh, but that video that just came out actually today as we're recording this is super cool. You need to watch really it. Really dope. That's what I was about I to say. I kept trying to turn my phone upside down to <laughs> fix it. <laughs> it's uh, FWM. Fuck With Me is the uh, initials off his album Indigo Child. That one's a great track. So, But we won't play that one because uh, he was not just on the other that. day. Well, I'm not no. going to play it. not going to play it. So uh, another song that just came out recently. Uh, let's let's go with Mike Capes and Dre Slaps here. Ooh, Dre Slaps. Uh, the song's called "Well Known," and uh, 
it's kind of cool because Mike Capes hits the triplet flow on this, and I never thought I'd hear uh, Mike Capes hitting the triplet flow. So, and uh, Dre, Dre Slaps is my favorite producer and the dopest DJ to see live because he just has all these drops. Yeah, and he's they okay. Crack me the fuck up. No, no, he's <laughs> awesome. Uh, his his wow, and uh, you're doing great, Dre Sheesh. Slaps. Yeah, all those are great. Yeah. So uh, Dre Slaps on the on the production here. Mike Capes, the song's called Well Known. They just put a video out for it, uh, like, last week. So we'll play that one to start us off. Slap. Who that? Trace Slap. Northside, nigga, yeah, I'm well known. They gon' write real nigga on my headstone. Bet I die in Legend to the motherfucking kids. They gon' paint a nigga face on the St. John's Bridge. Hey, Northside nigga, yeah, I'm well known. Well known. Yeah, I'm well known. Well known. Northside nigga, yeah, I'm well known. They gon' write real nigga on my headstone. I grew up off resident. Yeah, that was my residence. Banging and dealing. Yeah, that was the element. I let that settle in. Scheming and meddling. Yeah, we was broke, broke is a joke, but we found the medicine, jacking and stealing some of us called felonies. I had a vision of rapping on melodies. I need it all, yeah, I need it all for local celebrity. I want a ball, yeah, I want a ball, bro, we need the recipe. I need the carrots, yeah, I need the celery. Fuck is you telling me living was hard, but I never fall. I'm building my legacy, bitch, I've been leveling up. I never settle for less. I just lay up in the cuts after they cut me the check. But it's about more than the bucks. My city coming for next. I'm at that juggler, fuck is a threat. I got my numbers of suckers is pressed. Thought I'd be dead. Glory to God, nigga, I'm blessed. Yeah. Northside, nigga, yeah, I'm well known. They gon' write real nigga on my headstone. Then I die in Legend to the motherfucking kids, they gon' paint a nigga face on the St. John's Bridge. Hey, Northside nigga, yeah, I'm well known, well known. Yeah, I'm well known, well known. Northside nigga, yeah, I'm well known. They gon' write real nigga on my headstone. My city, you fuck with me. They know I'm the one, they know I'm the one. Let homies look up to me. They know I'm sucker free, aiming for luxury. I move that dope, yeah, I move that dope, but I never touch it, keep give me the rock, and I hit the shot, yeah, they gotta double me, they cannot fuck with me, niggas be all in their feelings and hearts, I keep it real with the art, gaining momentum on charts, they spit with minimal heart, I rip these niggas apart, these niggas swimming with sharks in the deep end, better duck for you see fins, paddle hard with your bars, see my marks, see my teeth thin, think for you leap in, I never ride on no wave, I be controlling the current, I just get up on the stage, I grab the mic and I burn it, Worst smith with the furnace for a ton, spit murder from my lungs, why encouraging the young nigga, uh, got a nervous about the buzz on the surface showing love, but a serpent in they blood, my nigga. Northside nigga, yeah, I'm well known, they gon' write real nigga on my headstone, bet I die and be a legend to the motherfucking kids, they gon' paint a nigga face on the St. John's Bridge, hey, Northside nigga, yeah, I'm well known, well known, yeah, I'm well known. Side nigga, yeah, I'm well known. They gon' write real nigga on my headstone.
that's just, that is such a good song, man. That video is really cool too. Check that out on our Facebook page. Yeah, Mike Capes. Well, we'll post no. that shit. Dry slaps. Wow, who that? So, Verbs, I'm curious about we talked we talked a ton about the thesis. We talked a ton about Create Diggers. I want to talk about you as a, as a DJ. Okay, like what's what is your mindset right now creatively? What you, or what's your like? And what's uh, the face you make when you make a crab <laughs> scratch? Uh, I'm interested in that. I usually do. Uh, I notice that I uh, suck my lips in, which is a weird thing to do. I know this uh, is an audio medium, but you can uh, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I, I try not to make dumb faces, and I try to. Uh, put my hand behind my back every once in my other hand because mm-hmm. I just don't want to bump something accidentally. Do you ever scratch? Uh, Do you ever? Get, did you get yeah. into scratching? It, it's never been my thing. Like, it's never been the thing I've ever focused on. Like, honestly, I've always enjoyed, like, playing new music for people or uh, putting interesting mixes together. Like, that was always my focus. I had so many friends that were really dope scratchers that it was like, mm-hmm. well, I'll find my own lane. And my lane was throwing parties and rocking shows and performing with artists and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, it, yeah of course, you have to be able to scratch a little bit to, I feel like to that, handle it. I wanted to get turntables so bad back in like the uh, Invisible Scratch Pickles days. And, oh, like, of course. Master Mike Q- and stuff. Yeah, Cuber like, was a I good make inspiration. I noise that sounds like a Transformer. Oh, yeah. Could you, could you do Transformer Scratch? Yeah, of course. That's the best. That's the first thing you would want to do as soon as you touch turntables, right? I mean, it's pretty early on in the, like, learn to scratch uh, YouTube channels, I'm sure. Yeah. That G- DJ Jazzy Jeff, when, he, oh, when sure. he did the Transformer Scratch, it was just like, my brain exploded as like a nine-year-old or whatever. I got to see uh, Grandmaster Flash give a speech one time, and I don't know, it never, no one ever cares when I tell other people, so I'm going to tell you guys, but... Uh, <laughs> There was something we about care. the way that he moved while he was just like uh, mock performing or whatever, like talking about song, that you knew that he was doing exactly the motions you would do to to do the well, thing. He was air scratching? Yeah, it was air scratching, but like but with the fader and everything. And, yeah, exactly. Oh, it, it was pretty incredible. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, this dude has done this like 10,000 times. Yeah, he, he's put in his. Have uh, you guys ever Malcolm. seen Wild Style? Gladwell. No. It's of a course, classic hip hop movie. Uh, how like dare you not? When see you guys Wild come on, when, when Verbs is on oh. the show, I feel like I know nothing. Uh, okay. that's, that's what ends up happening. <laughs> I feel like I just know Grandmaster Flash. You cannot ever not talk about Wild Style because there's a scene in this movie where he's in his kitchen mm-hmm. with three turntables, mixing it up and doing these crazy spin around scratches between the leg shit. Turns out when they were filming that movie, they just like went to his house and that was his house in his kitchen. Yeah. I know that was like that it was like what like 1979 or something it's like, like that. It's like 81, 82 yeah. or something yeah. like it's that. It's got Blondie in it, Fab Five Freddy. Oh, okay. Well, so I'm I'm familiar with it's that. Is that the one that Blondie samples. just raps like incoherently for like four and a half minutes? Well, that... it's the Rapture rap verse. I yeah. think is what's on. Yeah, there. Yeah, that's the classic. Some people would say the first mainstream rap song, but mm. they'd be wrong. What's the first mainstream? Is it? Oh man, it goes way back. Like, um, I highly recommend getting the book. Uh, fuck, what the fuck is it called? There's this really awesome hip hop history comic book that's out right now. Uh, Underground hip hop, I think, is what it's called, and it's it breaks it down from like the dudes at discos doing like disco party rock. Like they were the MC and they hosted the disco and they would do a lot of weird. Kind of like uh, pre-Sugar Hill Gang style rapping. Well, it's essentially it's like, like call-outs, right? Like yeah. it's, it's toast. Yeah. Essentially toasting, which came from Jamaica and mm-hmm. and and uh, Andy's something of a reggae. toaster. Yeah, but yeah. if you're talking like mainstream pop music, I guess Blondie was the first one to. And then you have uh, Sugar Hill Gang. It's probably your first like yeah. major success. But even that one has a crazy story of Sylvia Robinson just basically like putting this group of yeah, people that like together a, that, that w- weren't actually band. a group. And then having them spit rhymes that weren't their rhymes. 
But uh, yeah, that's an interesting story too. Where did you get like interested in the history of hip hop like this? Like, I, what I was, was your entree into this? Like, like honestly, I don't know why I grew up like obsessed and loving hip hop. But like ever since I was a littlest kid, like my dad really liked Aerosmith, and there was the Run DMC music video with Aerosmith, sure. and they break down the wall and shit, and that was like. Oh, I, I like them. I like this part of the song or whatever here. And so I got interested in just finding anything that was hip hop. And so I'd watch any music video I could. I grew up watching like early morning, you know, like uh, rap videos and shit like that. Oh, that comic book was called Hip Hop Family Tree. Cool. Check that out. There's multiple volumes of it. The art is fucking sick. And that dude's doing an X Men book now. So free comic books. But yes, uh, about sixth grade, I got into like break dancing and b boy shit. And that's where mm. we would watch videos and we'd watch like Style Wars and wi- Wild Style and like all the early documentaries and early films about uh, hip hop. And so that got into like learning about the breaks and learning about records. And I always wanted to be yeah. a DJ essentially. So it's always fucking amazing. We DJ's were, about the history. Kinetic MC show we went to. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, I know. Yeah, uh, no. Good uh, people. There was a B Boy crew there. And uh, it was so awesome to see that shit like up close and like at a show. Oh, it's the like, energy oh, of B Boy events is so much stuff. fucking fun. I miss yeah. DJing like b-boy shows like that used to be a thing that happened in pretty often in portland and it doesn't happen anymore but uh those were a fucking blast because everyone could dance everyone knew the the breaks and stuff like that and they'd hit it on the you know like if they have a certain call out during a song that stops in the middle of the song every b-boy would know that call out and have some little thing to do during it and it was fun i loved that hip-hop that like real Five elements or four elements or whatever elements, seven, seven. elements. We're up to thirteen elements. Now. Yeah, a lot one of elements. Twittering now, twittering swag is now one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, tags on your hats, like hat stickers. Oh yeah, hat stickers is, is definitely. the eleventh. Haircuts is actually uh, number six for me. Uh, if you don't know this, you, MCs are notorious for just like going and getting their fucking haircut when they need to be on stage. This has happened to me more than once. You mean simultaneously, like the minute they're supposed to just, be on stage, they're just, just getting... to get to fucking sound check any of that shit. You, can, you will find cut. an MC getting his haircut right beforehand. I uh, would love to get my haircut like once a week, uh, if I could. It'd be kind of nice. Yeah, it would be nice to just stay fresh all the time. So I understand that. I mean, it's bad timing. The but dedication of time. And I think yeah. he, I think everyone's yeah. hair looks better after a week of it having it cut. So then Yeah. Mine mine looks good like three days. It's yeah. three days. And, and then, then and it lasts like a day and a half and then I'm done. It's just <laughs> real nice to be flossy. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta just floss though, you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I know exactly what you mean. Ugh, Andy, you know what I mean flossing. when I say kick us a tune? Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. What you got? I'm gonna kick you a little Something that I just found out about today, as a matter of fact, that I can't really find out anything about this band. It looks like one person live drumming over modular synths and some cool looping shit. Okay. I'm fascinated. What's the name of the... They're called Everything Else. Uh, And it's off of their name. Gotta love a name that's great and easy to Google, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even worse, uh, the (laughs) album is called Apollo, I guess, 32, XXX. I, I. Oh, God. So look that up. If I was managing these groups, I swear to God, the I get hit up every once in a while, too, and then MCs, like, change their name and shit, like, in between shows and shit. Like, come on. <laughs> Last week or something else. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Well, um, so this may be the only place you'll ever hear this song. Yeah. You can find it on Bandcamp if you search uh, Apollo XXXII. Apollo XXXII. Yep. Well, uh, what's the name of this track? The song's called Now. Oh, so easy to Google. You guys are going to find it for sure. 
takes a long time. I want to talk a little bit about this uh, this thread of history that runs through hip hop. Okay. I like I love that's probably my favorite concept of hip hop is that it is a continuum mm-hmm. that everything is sort of linked to the things that come before us. Yeah. But where is that present in like contemporary fresh like young hip hop right now? Well, Jay-Z. I, <laughs> I I think really it's like everyone kind of considers Migos as adopting this triplet flow that's like really popular everywhere all the young artists use it yeah i always um, assume whenever i hear that that it just is migos right it can't be but right <laughs> there's a lot to that a lot of people copying a style and making it work for them or whatever but uh so i think what that actually is a throwback to like an older era of hip-hop that's like a in the early 90s you found some like street mcs using that kind of style and so it's it's i mean that's actually pretty musical it's an interesting take on on and switching up some patterns and things that kind of got stale for a minute in hip-hop so i understand look at migos uh them or one of their members is on like five or six songs on the radio right now it's fucking nuts everywhere like i think it was like at one point it was like 30 songs that if Mm -hmm. you if you took all the members of of the group and everything, but I yeah. feel like a lot of these it's rappers like Cardi like, B and Migos, and then like featuring the rest of the musical world. I feel like right now though the the shelf life is so short, and like there's a literally you'll be playing like Ray Shrimmerd for like three months, you'll hear it everywhere, and then Ghost, it'll just be gone. And so like, are they gone already? No, not saying that they're gone, but I'm saying like you'll stop hearing their music and I won't like incorporate it into my sets because I'll feel like, oh, I've already played through this and people already are used to this, so they want something new. And so I think our attention span has gotten really short. Oh, for sure. uh, At least for for music and its lifespan. Are you still playing Caroline? No, Do I don't. I, down on Caroline? I don't play Caroline. I mean, I've I've played it probably within the last six months, but uh, Props to I started He's playing, playing Coachella this year. I started playing a, that yeah. song like maybe a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. like I I remember when the first person asked me to play it, and they go, "Oh, can you play Caroline?" 
and from Amine, and I was like, Amine, the local rapper? Like, because I, Amine had opened up for me and Tope like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw him in like his rawest form. So I like didn't quite know what ended up happening because he had kind of dropped off the map for a minute in Portland. And yeah, so I'd never heard of him when that song came out. I was really surprised he was from Portland. Oh, it, it fucking cracked like in that. Yeah. And then, and then he did really well this year with, you know, other, other good songs and connected with cool artists. He connected with fucking Missy Elliott and shit. And and that's cool. So I hope Amina helps open doors here in Portland. Like Macklemore opens doors up in Seattle. Who do you think's about to break in Portland? Do you think it's Dodger? This girl named Win. Oh, Win is fire. Holy I, shit. I, I'll, I'll play uh, a freestyle that I have of hers uh, for you guys. It's not a freestyle because freestyle is a fucking misnomer these days. You guys, freestyling, real freestyling is totally off the fucking dome. You don't have any set lines, blah, blah, blah. Not kicking free verses that you already had. Anyway, this is a verse that she obviously had written. Uh, like but Drew it's always with, says. Uh, Dante Thomas and with uh, Theory Has It. Uh, Big fan of Theory Has It. Samurai is on the production. Samurai is a good friend of mine, been on Crate Diggers. Uh, same with uh, Theory Has It. But uh, really, Win steals this shit because her, her last verse is fire. So uh, maybe we'll just play. Her. Let's check it out. Yeah, I got to hear play. this. All right. Yo. Rappers today are spelled with the W, but they taking L's while the label's hands puppet you. Standing here real and y'all ain't hear me win. They'll be hot for a year, so we call him Jeremy Lin. Blue, 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 blue and gold, blue and gold. I'm the young Vogue when I pull up at the show. I've wanted to do team backpack. You don't know how long it took me. I'm still too young to get into venues that want to book me. Uh, we've had bad weather lately. It's hailing in Portland. I guess I'm the daughter of a shady. And quit saying, yeah, you're good for a lady. That's a stupid cop out and you're a bitch. I've been present. That's red and green like Midnight Marauder. Leave jaws on the floor. That's a fish out of water want to know how i know that this will keep my team fed because it's the jam you can have the jam without the bread i'm the shit mm. i think that's why they call me winnie i'm the mole on Nas's face you can't miss me don't box me in i'ma hop out like a pogo beauty and the beast why can't i be both though you're in a city of roses where you can spot a tourist by their choice of donut or an umbrella in a drizzle california get out you can't drive in the rain it's obvious you've had a drought they're mad Like Gilmar Zico, I'm making Sherman Paladino, sipping San Pellegrino in Reno. Just wait till I get a Vivo, Viva La Vida. Your Trump, I'm a Vito, Veni, Vidi, Vici. They can't see me, I'm Nemo. But incognito, with Scarface, Pacino. While my boys with tuxedos, cause they're regal. Get the green, cause I'm ego, I'm evil. I'm Cruella DeVille, cause I want the spot. I ain't saying I'm ill, but here's a tissue for the snot. get obsessed with artists like our music listeners still like man this is my favorite band or my favorite artist i love everything they do is I that really possible am. i mean me as a fanatical music listener like i am a such a fan that it goes back to the root word fanatic you mm-hmm. know 
I you are the original fanatic. Yes. When I get into a band, I want to hear all their early shit. Everybody in that band's side project. I don't know. And I feel like there are people out there that are like that. But um, music is also so so like easily served to you now to whatever you want and whatever category of music you want. You don't have to search out shit. I you become, can just have it served to you and it's just whatever you heard. And you're like, oh, I like that. That kind of sounds like these other things I like. I've become sort of like whatever the digital digger is these yeah. days is like I'll follow the uh, like a, a Bandcamp thread mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half when I should be working, and I'll oh, just yeah. be like listening to like three songs and writing lists of things I need to come back and check out later. But I feel like I never have any time at all. Well, I mean, I don't. While your time. phone is incessantly like, blasting texts for me. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys. Well, I'm not up doing a it on my phone. Wormhole. <laughs> when you told me I could text you shit. No, but. Uh, no, I have like six notebook pages of like small writing of bands that I need to check out just from Portland or from like Australia. Like this like little part of Australia I, I found. And I was like, oh, there's like 30 things that I want to listen to, like six albums. And I just like don't make the time. But I love that process. And I feel like I'm getting exposure to a lot of different things. But I'm never uh, I'm never choosing to go deep. And I guess that's on me. But I'm wondering if anyone is like that or if uh, there's just an overload where you. I, I don't try to force my. I mean. I'm obsessive, guys. Let's say I, I have about five thousand records. I, I thought I had about four thousand. I think I did the math the other day, and I think it's around five. Uh, it's getting out of so control. So you're like obsessed like, with like building this collection, but how how do but, you like even put your arms around that collection? Like, what's in it? Because uh, I have a other kind of like a photographic memory for every record I own, so I also know every record that I have. So and it's like, a phonographic memory. <laughs> Ooh, that's oh amazing. shit! Yeah, shut it down. Shut it Punning down. it up. You guys, should we just stop here? I think uh, we did it. That's my mic uh, drop pun of 2018. <laughs> Happened on January 2nd. <laughs> Holy shit. First one. Oh, that's man. Amazing. Killed it. Day one. Um, so, okay. yeah, like I'll I'll get obsessed with a, a genre for a while. I'll get real into like, but I mean, talking about subsects. So I'll get into freestyle 90s music. So I'll get real into this like kind of Latin inspired uh, everybody using the exact same drum machine. Every beat can mix into each other because it sounds like the exact same. Like, I'll get into those modes. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I forgot. There's that artist, uh, Bonga from Angola. I need to dig back into that. So then all of a sudden, I start looking up his records and, like, oh, dude, what, what song am I looking for? Oh, okay, I remember that one. Oh, uh, let me listen to this guy who's attached to it. So I get these crazy uh, threads that go so all over the place, but I don't think I end up becoming obsessed with anyone because I feel like it's a dangerous road to walk down every time you get obsessed with anyone because then you kind of have to, like, vouch for the bullshit that they say. Like, uh, all the people who are obsessed (laughs) with Morrissey, like, are Mm -hmm. now having to deal with it or all the stupid shit Bono says. Like, you two fans are like, oh, man, it sucks when you go out and say stupid shit like that. So I feel like it's best to keep your distance from most artists and just enjoy the music that uh, you get. It's true. So are you always coming through the, like, I guess, riding these waves in the context of building a set? Uh, sometimes, and sometimes I'll just, you know, smoke a joint and decide that these things go together and they totally don't. It'll be a totally crazy mix of music from Portland hip hop to, uh, like a French, a Francois Hardy or something like that. And then mix into Robin dancing with myself. Like, I don't know. I get into (laughs) these, these weird veins where I feel like there are connections between things and I just like see if it happens for for a crowd because I totally, kind of feel that out. But like I've been listening to a lot of Petite Biscuit today. Have you ever checked that out? No. no. Check out Petite Biscuit. It's a kind of electronic music, but it's kind of along 
I don't know, beach house meets poolside. Okay. It's got a very like chill between waters, real it, wavy, it, real wavy, real squishy sounding electronic music without feeling like EDM or anything. You know, I feel like everything is wavy today. It's oh, yeah. chill as fuck. Everything is some kind of wave. Uh, because we all smoke weed and now we all embraced it, and mm-hmm. so it all kind of has a thing where you can listen to this on weed, weed man. You, you can listen, listen to Petite Biscuit on weed. On weed. Uh, wouldn't this yeah. be a perfect time for like uh, Scissor? Wouldn't that be a, like to make a comeback? It's out there. Come on, oh, everybody has lean. Yeah. Some lean. Is that still hot? I thought uh, lean was out. I mean, yeah, uh, there's still plenty of kids with lean and Xanax and all mm-hmm. kinds of s- silly shit. I mean, they're all dying good, from, good. from prescription drugs. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. We're all dying from prescription drugs. <laughs> Yay! Oh, when we look back, we're gonna see just a fucking graveyard of all the people that were taken by this, and like, oh yeah, maybe we should have thought about that, talked about that a little bit more while all of our fucking favorite artists died. Yeah, or like knew it immediately. Yeah, like I mean, it's yeah. fucking tragic. It's uh, yeah, unconscionable. Hey, you guys want to listen to another song? Yeah, let's listen to another song. <laughs> oh my goodness, let's lean into it. All right. Uh, so on my way. This over song's here, chopped and screwed. Uh, <laughs> on my way over here, I was talking to my friend Blossom. And I have a friend, or uh, excuse me. Uh, in my I've, opinionation, the sun is going to surely shine. Yes. Blossom. Oh uh, so this song, Mike Bogan uh, with Blossom. Uh, a big fan of Mike Bogan. In Huge fact, I just got his vinyl uh, pool party in the mail today. He was on your show, Crate Diggers, too, which we were very jealous about. Oh, I love Mike. It's yeah. such a, it was such a fun session. And uh, the only person who didn't change at all after smoking an entire joint while, while on, <laughs> on a show. So. Uh, He's he's serious about it. So, yeah, this is a a song with Blossom. Take the Night Off is the title from Pool Party.
So that was a hot cut. Yeah, shit's so good. I'm uh, a big fan of both these guys. So uh, when they connected for this one, I definitely was a fan of this one. So yeah, glad to play that one. You guys, I'm curious, what was the last music argument you got into? Like one of these mm. conversations with a friend where you're talking about music and there's there's a disagreement. You remember what that was? Uh, well, like the argument that I tend to get into is like the old school versus new school hip hop and all the like, this is hip hop and this isn't. And people get into silly shit like that. And I always get into like from day one, hip hop has had silly shit. It's had dancey shit. It's had stuff with meaning, stuff telling stories. Like it's all been involved it's and a it's big all tent. been hip hop. But people really want to like demark certain things as as hip hop it, it's such a silly fucking argument because who cares if if i say i'm making hip hop and i'm influenced by hip hop it's fucking mm-hmm. hip hop that's what it is and this is an yeah. argument you have like frequently this I'm comes definitely up a lot. i mean you can tell i'm a little already like worked up it's so, yeah yeah do you uh, feel like post malone is hip hop yeah why the fuck not cuz uh, he's getting a lot of flack right now for yeah i've for, actually dropped being playing bullshit. his songs lately like uh, cuz it just was kind of him uh, that's the other thing is right now i'm like making Political statements by choosing artists and cho- not choosing artists because like you never play anything by Donald Trump. Like I, yeah, I never bump Trump. and like his first three mixtapes are really sick Ugh. and you can't play them anymore. Look, no. I never play those DJ Trump. Oh, get it, uh, guys? It Donald J Trump. Come on, guys. DJ Trump. <laughs> DJ Trump. Oh, yeah. nice. uh, somebody should be out there making money in DC with that name. But uh, yeah, like there, I, there are certain artists right now. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna play songs by him just because it's kind of whack. What is uh, you know the the sexual misconduct? Yeah, not playing things. any Louis C.K. bangers. Yeah, right now, <laughs> my uh, Harvey Weinstein joints are on the back burner. Mm-hmm. All my Bill Cosby records went to the dollar store. Like yeah, I had to take all that's of my a bummer, Bill Cosby dude. Bill Cosby, my shit. There's some fucking dope Bill Cosby music, and that's a real bummer. We talked about it in the last time on the show yeah. before the Bill Cosby shit happened. You talked about that shit. Yeah. I actually played one of his records the other day and and asked the crowd if they liked it and I was like, "You like Bill Cosby?" <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is a huge bummer. It's, it's not just bummer. a huge bummer that we can't like Bill Cosby anymore. It's a real huge bummer that he drugged and raped like it's forty yeah. women. Yeah, it's <laughs> a real a bummer. bummer. It's a that part's big so much bummer. A bummer. Yeah, the drugging, and raping part. That's yeah, the, that's a, a bummer. huge, yeah. huge bummer. And on a, a much smaller scale, it's just a real bummer when like people and celebrities and humans just let you down. By, like, being shitty to other people. Yeah, it does suck. Well, here's when, the thing. Okay, uh, so there's some things that we're talking I about I mean, here. not to, like, break it down. No, no, I know no. this is the music and parenting podcast. This is hard. This is hard. <laughs> this I know is hard to, like, hard to parse in, like, um, I'm just saying, like, 2018, quit being pieces of shit all the time to each other. All, or everywhere. let's just air it all out. Let's get all of the pieces of the shit out right now so we oh, can get we, a whole new crop of people to take over Are you talking about a purge? The purge. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, but okay. So there's some things that are we can't purge. forgive at all because they have to be like taken out of society. Like all this misogyny and this mistreatment of women has to like it doesn't matter what scale it's on. If you're in the public light and you do something like that, or if you're anywhere, any position of power, you've got to go. No matter what, no matter what I think of you, no matter what I want to believe about you, we got to yank that shit out by the root. But you're talking about people being shitty people. A lot of people are shitty people. Yeah, it's just, and these it's guys, just people. these these. Artists or whatever are, are are given an opportunity to be shitty on this galactic scale. Okay, so we can connect it to the. Uh, uh, we're gonna be real risky. Let's see if we can get some fucking hits, guys. Uh, so uh, <laughs> right now we have tent. the issue with uh, 
feral audio in the podcasting world. They're going to uh, call it Dustin Marshall, the guy who started the the thing. Uh, apparently, an ex girlfriend has uh, come out saying that he was really shitty and a creep, and and maybe sexually aggressive. Uh, I don't know. I don't know all the details. Can't really yeah. remember that. He's stuff. got like so borderline personality disorder, he does and it's have just basically personality. he has drug addiction issues. Yeah. Cool. He's just impossible dude to be around, and. Uh, yeah. But they're they're shutting down Farrell, and then you have uh, T.J. Miller involved in in his shit out there and mm-hmm. with uh, some like former rape charges, maybe. And so the po- podcast and comedy community is getting hit with it, and they kind of all ignored it all at the same time. But what will we do with people like Dustin, who you know created this podcast network, and will still be a person out making things in the world? He's quitting that thing, so it's not hanging over like Doughboys' heads and whoever else. Harmontown, Harmontown, and, and uh, all Dumb of People that. Town. What did he do? He, he like what was he alleged to have done? Uh, his he had a ex girlfriend. Just an emotionally abusive dude. They had some yeah. horrible yeah. fights. And they broke up, and she just like called him out for being like an abusive person. And apparently, he like maybe crept into her bed some night. Oh uh, shit! I didn't hear about yeah. that. That sucks. See, I think unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, these things happen. So that's that's a hard stop. And then, um, like that bummer, I, I, dude. That you guys, I, I know, man. Why are we talking about this on our music podcast? It's not a, we just, but it's. We I think it's look, we're getting hits, guys. I we're talking about real shit. Hey, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's pretty important because we're talking about hip hop. When we've been playing a ton of hip hop, hip hop has this tradition of misogyny in its lyrics, mm-hmm. and that is like, I mean, up to this day, even in this time that we're going through over the last year and a half, that still is uh, like a trope of um, hip hop. And and. Honestly, there was the like it's so silly, but the moment that uh, Macklemore had his song about um, his gay uncle or I can't, God damn it, I can't remember what the fucking song. Was I think it's called now. "Same Love." Same, Same love. love. There That's we go. Right. When "Same Love" came out, it really was this moment of me like, yeah, I I grown up in the hip hop community and the word you know fag or faggot has been used quite often. In, That's in like the a, music. one of the main rhyming words in most battle rap. Like and and it's also a part of some of the, your oldest favorite songs or even some of your mm. new favorite songs. And and uh, it sucks that that's been a part of the history uh, of hip hop. And it, and I thought about it in the way that oh yeah, this is non inclusive in and in something I've feel, felt included in uh, for some reason. Like I realized oh yeah there's going to be a ton of people that never could have felt included because of the lyrics and that so it really did hit me at that moment like oh shit this is you know like uh something that is a kind of a shame for hip-hop but you know like uh it's nice to see some growth and like you see like funny ass young mcs saying it's 2018 we respecting women now like silly shit like that but like uh, some kids are, are growing up with a kind of a new mindset, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see what what this new generation of like wavy young stoner kids are. Do you think there is any yeah. room at all in this context for like the over the top like cartoonish sexuality that some hip hop embraces? Not like funny, but like just the crazy, just like fucking everybody and all that kind of stuff. Is that I mean that seems to be on the spectrum of potential violence against women. Is that a gray area? Like, what's I your opinion? I would still there? play Lil Wayne, every girl in the world. Where he says, "I wish I could fuck every girl in the world," and he says it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's most of it. Still a banger. Still yeah. a banger. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I feel like that is also woven into, you know, it's si- right. The silly, exaggerated. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, but it's also like, you know, 
can we also be in an age where we're where we're woke guys but still can have fun and joke and like not offend people and 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 hopefully uh well i would like to everyone but i wonder included. i wonder if we gotta like be very very serious until we've like wrung the sponge dry of all the bullshit and which is what we're gonna do with this podcast this year is ring, ring that, that sponge, sponge. <laughs> dry this podcast the fuck out Mm-hmm. I don't no know what the metaphor is like. Wring the sponge out into a bucket and get rid of the like the dirty water, or mm, or sponge it over the you. Swamp is actually the 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 phrase that is. Used or do you like want to picture our listeners like sitting in a decadent no, tub no. and we are just like sponge bathing them? I talked to a relative over the holidays who said that my podcast was really funny, and I was devastated. They're not going <laughs> to enjoy this episode. This is a, it's not funny. No, it's this is a heavy. serious podcast. Any laughs that you get are incidental. Your, and that's, uh, actually, a that's on you, man. That's yeah. on you. Uh, this really is a music podcast where I'm trying to give you a little bit of what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. This is the yeah, <laughs> 2018 is, is the year of grit. Which is why I'm going to drop some fucking music on you. Some London grime. This no. is uh, Maybe you are, but I doubt it. What are you going to hit us up with, Andy? Ooh, the banana stand. I'm a big fan of the banana stand. I've played a bunch of their shit in the show before. Well, they there's just always had their, money there. There is, there is. They had their 10-year anniversary in December, and they just recently put out a live uh, collection of a bunch of their favorite stuff. And one of my favorite parts about seeing live music is when shit fucks up and you see it happen and how a band deals with it. And, you know, uh, you know sometimes that can be the most memorable part of a, of a show. And You're talking about when that. a band makes a, a live mistake or yes. something yeah. goes wrong. Yeah, and how they deal with it and if they can move on with it and if it, it could be a really fun thing when they recover from it. Uh, well, because it's memorable, yeah. right? You could get a moment of something out, yeah. of, out of what you expect. Yeah, mm-hmm. something you w- will never see again at a show or that kind of a thing. That was the point of all those like live Grateful Dead bootlegs. Yeah. It's that's never the same twice. That's why I had so many. Who are you uh, going to play from the... This is a band called Kalululu. From Portland that uh, obscures their faces with masks and plays some crazy, cool, kind of like surfy punk rock. And uh, this is on their uh, 10-year anniversary uh, collection on Bandcamp. It's called Crab Dad. Let's play Crab Dad. Yeah, we biffed it. We biffed it hard, you guys. I think we gotta do it again. This song is called Crab Dad Again.
We're we're done. Yeah, we're done. That, that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, hey, wait, hey, 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 So uh, I was on tour with uh, Tope and Gift of Gab and my friend Landon Wordswell, and we ran out of gas in between Burns and Bend. Apparently there's like a 100-mile stretch, maybe like a 120-mile stretch with no gas stations that would be open. And Gift of Gab notoriously likes to play with fire when it comes to his fill-ups. Uh, he gets I, every dime out of that tank. Uh, we had no idea it would be 120 miles with no town you could fill up in, all right? So we're in the middle of nowhere. It's getting in the middle. It's late. We run out of gas on this highway. And uh, so I called AAA, and this this truck pulls up, and uh, the guy gets out, and he's like, boy, you guys are a long way from home because we're in a black brand-new Nissan that has California plates on it, and it's like we're clearly not from around here. And uh, he's like, you're somewhere between, boy, you got a pretty mouth and butt fuck nowhere. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. That's and exactly where you don't But he actually be. showed us a map. And like we were split <laughs> in the middle the, of those two towns. Those are real towns in Oregon. And he he showed, or he showed told us, oh, fuck, he had a crazy name, too. Like butt Vice fuck. or His something name was like butt that. Fuck. I can't remember. Vice is a pretty good name. Uh, Vice? Anyway. Oh, so, nice. yeah, t- top baby name of uh, 2018. <laughs> Vice he, butt fuck. He didn't bring any gas with him. Uh, but we're out in the middle. Of, before he gets there, though, we're out there with a get to gab, and we're talking about getting eaten by coyotes because you know we're in the middle of nowhere, and, which is a real problem. Out and there. Uh, we can hear coyotes, and then also get to gab goes, they be after that cheek meat, and I, <laughs> I have a recording of this still because right. I was just recording us bullshitting for a while, and him saying after that cheek meat, I will. I wish I could put it on the middle of my DJ sets. Uh, oh, I wish I could just put, just, just drop it all it's the time. It's the most tender meat. I'd get a uh, hat that said that, or just the words "cheek meat." But yeah, uh, this crazy guy pulled uh, our, our car up on his tow truck and uh, hauled us out of there, and we uh, probably damaged that car by getting towed. And, and and his cheeks had just irreversible scars all over him from being chewed on by coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, got eaten by antelopes out there on the range. When you grow up in butt fuck, <laughs> you have to deal with a coyote face chew once in a while. Just give it to them. They'll leave you alone. You've got a pretty mouth. I think that's mm-hmm. a, a, a Native American yeah. uh, phrase, too. Yeah, and the thing is, most of them don't have a pretty mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm running for mayor of butt fuck this year for 2018, <laughs> so if you guys would actually like to vote for me, mm-hmm. I am... 
actually going hmm. back. I'm going to take that town over, and we're going to start all over. Oh, that's amazing. The slogan is, I am buttfuck. That's crazy. I have, a, I have an uncle we that are I see very fuck. often. He's an alderman in uh, Pretty Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to do much. He shows up to a lot of meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this thing. And he does not have a pretty mouth. No. It's not a requisite for holding public office in pretty no. mouth. But he does like to butt fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what's, oh, what's I'm the, so happy to be back with you guys. What's it's the been high way school, too long. What's the high school uh, ma- like mascot in butt fuck? Mm, God the damn it. Well, you thought no, we'd, you, oh. you would think it would be something crazy. It's just the pioneers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Oregon. Come yeah. on, man. The yeah. buttfuck vipers. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. The the blue ninjas out in buttfuck. <laughs> ninjas. The buttfuck yeah. fighting blue ninjas. Uh, it's weird. Um, it's the Hatchet Man from ICP. Right. Uh, he's got a school affiliate mascot. The buttfuck the hatchet butt butt <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure they've just taken the logo and run with it like uh, a lot of those high schools do. It's ICP rip- just kind of was just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were really actually proud. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Fago uh, vending machine <laughs> in buttfuck high. Yep. <laughs> but no gas stations got But no, it. yeah, nowhere near. No. Nowhere no. near. No. Um. You think this is what my dad means when he says that I, I cuss too much on, <laughs> on the show? I think what he means is I do. Do you, do you think a little, like a, a three-minute riff about a made-up town called Buttfuck, Oregon is what he's referring to? Oh, man, this is going, this is going straight to If you're to off-put you know, by um, what, what we talk about on the show, please write us at hotgarbagepodcast at gmail.com. Send us some hate mail, Voice your complaints. We'd love to know. Uh, also, I want to give a big shout-out to those one fans who listen to us still, like those few of you that hold, hold on to our podcast. You're doing it and... Doing it and doing it We're doing it, well. it for you. Yeah, and don't be so modest, Andy. There's 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 more than there's more than a handful. It's it's like a solid like core of like more than a handful of hundred people of garbage people out there. Yeah, you're all beautiful garbage people, and mm-hmm. we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I am curious. So since um, you're not only a podcaster yourself, Burbs, but a, a big listener, I feel like like it's just every week the market becomes more and more saturated. Mm-hmm. There's more uh, competition for attention, and how do you approach promoting your show and building an audience when there's just so much noise in the space. I just don't give a fuck mm. mostly. Nice. Uh, That's what I do. <laughs> like on That's the easy. Yeah. Crate Crate Diggers is all about me getting together with some friends and smoking weed and playing records. Like that's really what I want to be able to do if I can hang out with some cool people and talk about music with some cool people. That's great. If it gets and helps promote other artists, that's awesome, but I don't really get caught up into too much of that. I have live performances. I have big shows that I want to do. Like I have, you know, I get to do some cool shit with cool artists and stuff. So really I want crate diggers to be fun. I I don't Mm -hmm. want it to ever be something I stress about. I just want to be able to, uh, you know, enjoy it. So I don't really stress too much about that. I really want to just connect with cool people and put out cool content. And if people find it, then cool. That's way too many cools. It's cool. I mean, it's it's totally cool. It's the birth of the cool. It is cool. Cool, 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 cool. 
cool. I guess that's a good way to. I, I have a tough time because in my mind, I I really enjoy doing this. I would never stop doing this. It's the same thing. We just like get to hang out with great people that I would never have a conversation. We've with. been doing exactly. it so long that I kind of do it when we're not on microphone anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Of, a lot I'm of times, always like, podcasting just yeah. twenty four hours a day. Sometimes like at people, they don't even care. I'm just going. <laughs> I got this riff. Let me get it out. But yeah. I do sometimes want people... at like coffee groups for my children's school. You just start podcasting, huh? Like, hey, you guys, I got to work out some material. You cool? I just heard about a parent-teacher thing where they they smoke some weed beforehand. Uh, I was like, that's cool. When did that become a part of it? But maybe it's always been a part of it. I kind of always have. Obama's America, you guys. The teachers weed in our schools. Give them thanks, that, at Obama. Least. At least let our teachers smoke weed. Fuck. Uh, give them something. Yeah, because kids are boring. All right. Weirdest question on the uh, marijuana handler's uh, permit test. All right. So if you're at work, can It's you, called a handler? Uh, marijuana handler's permit yeah. card, something like that. Because that weed is wily. Yeah, it's wily. And OLCC is crazy. So yeah. one of the questions is, uh, when is it okay to use cannabis if you're a medical marijuana patient while at work? So you'd think the answer is never, right, guys? Seems logical. It but seems it's like usually it's not. The yeah. answer is usually. The answer is in a room with closed doors so no one can see. That's the right answer? <laughs> That's the fucking right answer. I was so mad I got it wrong. <laughs> in a bathroom. I was like, wait. And, and that question sure. is sort of the equivalent of the cop asking uh, you if you have any and you're, right? it's going to be okay. I did it they in baited room, you with that totally question. It's totally been consumed. No one saw me do it. Nothing happened. It's Schrodinger's uh, joint. You know? Excuse me while I smoke this hooter in this toilet. But I don't think you're allowed to smoke it or eat it, so I don't know how you're supposed to consume it. <laughs> well, they have patches now. Know. They have no. patches. You can oh, get patches. The inhaler, there you go. We there talked about go. in a previous episode, uh, there's these laser beams you just shine in your eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. They'll man. also wax your bikini. The future. Yeah, the weed laser. <sighs> you get high the while they're removing troubling hairs. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Yeah, it's so like if you get a, if you get a if you get a, like a Brazilian wax mm-hmm. with this like or a Brazilian laser treatment and you're gonna get crazy high. Yeah, or just once though, because well, like that's a pretty permanent thing. Like it better be know. great. Or they also high. use it. They use it for like removing like unwanted neck tattoos. They put like a big fat nasty crystal in there and they just <laughs> blast it with a laser beam. Or if you get, like if you're blasting a laser through a giant CBD crystal. Oh, bro. We are going off the rails, That's and the I was future. about to say that I do want people to listen to this show. So <laughs> I, I am gonna, I'm gonna pull the choke chain here <sighs> and take us out of this uh, tailspin. Uh, Verbs, we got time for one more track. What's uh, something right. you'd like to bump us on out on? So I, I had actually already mentioned it online, so I better play the, the one I had actually already mentioned. But uh, it is shaggy. Th- there is a new song. It wasn't me. from an artist named Nick B, who does stuff with uh, Rare Vibe as well, and he's got. My boy Immaculate on the track, which nice. is cool. The classic Portland battle rap legend. And uh, Solomon, I believe, did the beat. And Solomon used to be Stuart Billen. So uh, Solomon is S-X-L-X-M-X-N. Another easy to Google right? artist. Man, I'm so glad I that love you it when these artists change their name to something so easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I've got a patch with that on it. <laughs> this song is uh, dub, though. It uh, just came out the other day. And uh, we'll play this one from. My boy Nick B.
Yeah, mobbing down the one way in the wrong direction. Cops pull me over for a long inspection. I won't get bailed out at the jailhouse, so that's out the question. At least I ain't attached to that bitch, so I count my blessings. Talking gibberish and all of their lyrics. I aim dismissal at their toes. That is holiday spirit. And even when I come up, I'm always gonna stay down. They're hanging on to every single boy like a playground. Hey, Trump is a bitch. He ain't making America great. He's a terrorist snake. I swing on his arrogant face. And I ain't spending my time alive. Working for the system, trapped in a nine to five. That's why. Every day I be pissing the flow If you ever try to stop me, I take you by the throat Sneaking pissing water bottles I got booked in Colorado When I say that I ain't talking about doing a show Ay, My city's overpopulated, so stop moving here But if you visit, better cop my EP as a souvenir If you trying to ride a wave, you'll need some scuba gear But you ain't even really in my lane, so pick a new career You couldn't even fathom all the shit that I could tell you Everything I've been through and everything that I've seen before What you know about having a son on the way And the week before the dude that you find out that he ain't even yours I could tell you this, I could tell you that, I could tell you what, it was all a dream, it was all a dream, rapping at the Coliseum, dancing in the ring, I'm Apollo Creed, follow me, it was all a dream, 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 it was all a dream. The block hot in the streets cold On my biggie, it was all a dream I'm not asleep though She wanna be close I wanna breathe though She falling, I'm on my feet though Dodging pitfalls and sinkholes The evils that we know The egos, a weakness These people embrace it, face it Wanna go to jail, be a hustler Wanna make money, get a job Wanna get killed Wanna kill someone, be a cop Yo, I don't know what the fuck you thought Please forgive me for worldly ways And it got me back to the righteous path It's late the habits that got me trapped Sipping cone, yeah, watching the earth spinning Logging out these social networks with thirst driven It's a blessing and a curse I see the worst in them I feel that there's another way, but I heard this I could tell you this, I could tell you that, I could tell you what, it was all a dream, it was all a dream, rapping at the Coliseum, dancing in the ring, I'm Apollo Creed, follow me, it was all a dream, 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 it was all a dream. Back on hot garbage and we're gonna sing all day. I can't think of a better way to way to go out. Oh, thanks thanks for, for riffing on that, Verbs. That Verbs, thank you so much for being on the show. We always love it when you come on. Yeah, I, I was quite happy to hear from you guys. It's been a good day already, so it was nice to come cap it off with uh, some hot garbage. Yeah, man. It's thanks a great time. So uh, everyone um, can check out your podcast, Crate Diggers. Yeah, it's iTunes, on iTunes, etc. Everything. Uh, and then the first Thursday of every month. Every the thesis. Yeah. Come find us. Uh, best live hip hop show in Portland every month. Uh, that is a fact. We've got just great artists, cool, unique lineups, great shows, cool crowd. Like, man, the anniversary party we had, basically every MC in, in Portland was in that crowd. So uh, it's been an honor to be a part of Portland and come out and see what the fuck we're doing. We're making some noise over there. It's fun. It was an awesome 2017, and I'm really excited to have another great, great year at the thesis. So everyone fun. can check that at Kelly's Olympian here in Portland, Oregon, on the first Thursday of every single month. And hey, motherfuckers in Portland, go downtown sometimes. I don't like it either, but it turns out there's some good stuff happening down there. A hundred percent. Have you guys heard of Voodoo Donuts? <laughs> oh, God. Whoa, those... no. <laughs> you guys, they make like a pink one. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I heard they inject one full of cum laced with no-dos. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. And the meth donut? Yeah. You can't eat just one? No, you can't. No. Nope. 
Man, can you imagine eating an entire <laughs> donut made out of crystal meth? This is going to be a nice little send-off to Verbs. And it's, I fucking it's destroyed it. Um, oh, thanks, guys. Verbs, what's the best people, way for people to keep track of, of you? Is there a, a, like a, a source of, one source of truth for your, yeah, your so social media crate, presence? CrateDiggers.net is uh, where you can find the podcast, but at uh, V-E-R-B-Z is my Twitter, and I'm pretty good about... Uh, keeping track of crate diggers and the thesis and all the other things I'm involved with there. Uh, yeah. I mean, you might see me on stage with one of your favorite artists who knows you might it's Portland. Yeah. Well, thanks again for being here. We really appreciate it. And I thank love you guys. Thank, uh, I love you guys and I'm in love with you guys. I'm really glad to do the show anytime. Yeah, we man. Really we love you too. That. We love having you on. We, yeah. It's, it's great. Once our podcasts merge uh, the natural progression, Oh, it'll uh, happen. It'll be huge. We'll figure out. We'll find the topic. It'll happen someday, guys. Watch out. And thank all of you for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate you checking it out. If this is your first time, hope you enjoyed it and you come back again. If you're one of our many, 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 many return listeners, welcome and uh, great to see your smiling faces yeah. once again. And if again this is your first time smoking Kratom, I hope you are enjoying yourself and enjoying our podcast. Yeah. You can reach out to Andy, Nate, and myself via email. That is probably the best and most direct way to do it. That's hotgarbagepodcast at gmail.com. H-A-U-T-E, garbagepodcast at gmail.com. We would sincerely love to hear from you. We love it. And if you want to check out our Instagram, you can find us at hurtgerbish. You know, take a big fat ass rip, Kratom, and flip through some Instagram pictures. Play a song, Andy. Get us out of here. This Give is a little five stars. Guys. This is some fucking real dope shit. You guys fans of Cowboy Bebop? Of course. This is an artist from when this came out, Morocco. I think he's living somewhere in Asia now. Uh, his name is Saib S A I B. Period. That period will really help you find this guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, he put out a dope like hip hop jazz tribute album to Cowboy Bebop, and the whole thing is really in tune with the whole series and you can really tell this guy's a huge fan and it's really great i highly recommend checking this out on Bandcamp. this is a track off of it called spike spiegel all right for verbs for nate for andy this is drew we'll see you next week on hot garbage you dig
何が